Beth off, Your Life Iowa. I'm glad you called. How can I help you today? How's it going? Uh, how do you know if you have a betting problem? Um, what state are you calling from? Uh, Pennsylvania. Okay, so this is actually the Iowa Gambling Addiction Hotline. Gotcha. We will call Pennsylvania. Um, did you want the national line number to route you there? We got it right next week. Right next to us. Oh, okay. Thanks. All right, bro. <laughs> that's how we're going to start off. We just, I wanted some kind of answer because I don't know if I do have a betting problem. I don't know if uh, our whole audience has a betting problem. But I wanted a real answer. They didn't give us an answer. They did not give us one, but it's good to know that the 1 800 bets off hotline is just for Iowa. Well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think Iowa is legal. Well, who knows? That's why I didn't want to say Kansas because I don't think Kansas is legal. Yeah, well, now we know. Because I know Pennsylvania is legal. Well, problem or not, I'm fine. I'm fine. We'll be all right. Are you fine? I'm fine. We're fine for now. Well, <laughs> if you guys need the number, that's what's going to come up. I got a little nervous. 1-800-BETS-OFF. Well, I mean, another episode here, Thanksgiving week, obviously sponsored by, uh, what's it called? Liquid, Liquid IV. IV. Use, K, use code take the over, 25% off. Good, Actually, good Thanksgiving gift to give to your mom and dad. I feel like they'll be drinking a little more no doubt. with the family. Blackout so, Tuesday or Blackout Wednesday. Blackout Wednesday. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're up and at them, turkey day and... Have a little uh, liquid IV, but Thanksgiving week. What a holiday! What are you thankful for? Uh, I'm thankful just thankful for you, country. Thankful Thanks, for you. Uh, I'm thankful just waking up every day and having the opportunity to to live my life. That's beautiful. What are you thankful for? I'm thankful for a lot of things. Well, aren't we all? You know, you know, but one thing I'm thankful for: college basketball coming back very soon, starting what? Two days from now, tomorrow, on Turkey Day? Tomorrow. Tomorrow is opening day? Yeah. You gotta love that. I will say, tomorrow is my half birthday. Well, happy half birthday. Thank you. 21 and a half. In a hand? In a, 21 and a hook? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But yeah, college basketball's back. Uh, it's gonna be an interesting year. I don't know if they're gonna be able to finish or not. All I know is NCAA will do everything in their power to get March Madness back because they need the revenue. Yeah, but I mean, as you know, we saw last year, they're not afraid to just cancel the whole thing anyway. I mean, that shouldn't be one of those things that's completely out of the out of the picture at this point. You know, even though it's going to be a full calendar year at that point from when March Madness will be, I think we shouldn't completely x out the fact that it won't happen. So, do you think the NCAA is scared or isn't scared to cancel it? Uh, I think that they are scared to cancel it, but it's not out of the question if that makes sense. They don't want to cancel it, obviously. Nobody yes, wants to cancel yes, it. Okay. However, it's proven that they will if, if it's necessary. Yeah, I think, I don't know if you read the thing, that the whole March Madness will be up in Indianapolis, like the, the, yeah. the whole 64 teams, which is, which is what you have to do. Like, the NBA did it right. They, right. they did a bubble. I mean, there's going to be so many cases throughout every team. And I was talking to someone the other, other day. It's like, if I was a head coach of a college basketball team, I would have told my players, first two months, first, first month, August, September, hey, go to these parties – you could say frat parties or just any other parties and go get the go get COVID. Because let me it. tell you something. You're going to be fine and then you'll quarantine and then it won't be a problem throughout the year. Yeah. So then you idea. know it won't be an issue. And I wouldn't – I would venture to say that's probably been a conversation in most locker rooms, wouldn't you say? I mean – I would hope. You would, you would think that someone would have the, you know, the balls to say that. To their I team. would hope. Even like an assistant coach, they don't do much. So it's like, hey, even like Bill Self, let's have all these guys – Go get it, and then it's not going to be our problem because we're yeah. not going to get it. I like that. Because they're going to be safe. I don't know. That's, like, I think kind of obvious. People would probably have a lot of, I don't know what the word, just 
Like, There'd be a lot of backlash for that. Backlash, sure. exactly. But I just think it's well, that's just common sense. Like yeah. college kids, we're fine. I agree. My question is this: If they do that, well, I guess they are going to do that. March Madness in Indianapolis. Is it all going to be at one stadium? Just Lucas Oil and just you no. know, like because they, no if that's way. the case, March Madness would be four months long. I mean, no, how many games do you play in one actually, day? Actually, it would be kind of cool, like 24 hours. Like, you might have a game at 1.30 in the morning, yeah. kind of like AAU. How awesome would that be? All, like, literally all day, March Madness. That'd be sick. I would, I would have to have some kind of substance where it's like, I could not go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to. And the ratings would be so up at 1.30 in the morning. I mean, they'd probably be the best ratings we've ever had at 1.30. Lucas Oil, getting some serious, serious playtime. Even if you throw... What three, four courts in there? It's still, I mean, no, you can e- play all, you all day do. long. And then even if you do that, it's still gonna be longer than normal. I'm trying to think how many, how many courts? Because I know they do it for AAU. Put like six courts in the arena. Yeah, I mean, that's that would idea. just be awkward. A lot of squeaking, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of, lot, of squeaking, a lot, a lot of, whistles. of whistles, and that could throw off a game. Oh, oh hell yeah! Because there's no fans either. Nope. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure it'd be at uh, Pacers Arena. They would just all be at one hotel, probably. But uh, big game for KU Gonzaga. Big game for me personally. means a little bit more to me than you, I would for presume. Sure. On Thanksgiving Day, 1 o'clock Eastern, bright and early, 10 o'clock uh, West Coast time. Big game. Huge game. I mean, it, it's crazy that this could already be the biggest game of the year. Like, you know, have, have the most playoff implications, be the best two teams playing, whatever you want to say. It is game one of the whole season. Literally That's game unbelievable. one. That's unbelievable. Game one. I love it. I never thought I had an opportunity to watch a Gonzaga play KU just unless it was in March Madness. I have a lot of lot of friends that go to Gonzaga. I mean, they know how I feel about it. They know how a lot of Seattle people feel about the school. We hate it. Yeah. We have a lot of a lot of hate. I mean, I could go on to many words on why we dislike it. Yeah. But I despise Gonzaga and I despise their basketball program and I despise Mark Few. He's the worst. I love it. He's a creep. Creeps me out. I don't know anything about Mark Few. He's about about yay high five three. Uh, he looks angry all the time. He's all. He's just. He's he's an he's an ugly dude. He is ugly. Good coach. I mean, he coaches well, but I hate him. I I absolutely hate him. That's fine. But I mean, it's going to be a weird team for us, and I think it's going to be a weird team for them. Yeah. We got. So here's what I'm assuming for the starting five: Marcus at the one, and then Bryce Thompson at the two. Ochai at the three. No, no. Braun at the three, Ochai at the four, McCormick at the five. I don't hate that. And I mean, how much scoring comes from that lineup game one, I don't know. But yeah. game one's going to be one of those things where, you know, they're not going to be running all their plays. You know, it's, the majority of the roster's probably going to get a chance to prove themselves at least for a couple minutes. And it's pretty much going to be a mix of, like, you know, the classic Bill Self half-court plays and also just, like, rolling the ball out there and say, go get me a bucket, you know? I don't think that they're going to be running all these crazy alley-oop plays that KU always does. No. You don't want to show that that early in the no. year, especially. And another point, Evan Manning. Do you remember him? Yeah, he, walk he's, on on he's on the Gonzaga. He's Gonzaga's. a coach for Gonzaga. So that's, if this was middle of the year, that is a huge fact. But this yeah. point of the year... Game one, I don't know how big of an impact that's going to have. When was he here? It was kind of recent. It was like uh, when Self was three, here. four years ago? Yeah. Oh, little, yeah. Little Self, little Self. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, because I know Gonzaga lost a few guys. Uh, they lost Tilly, who was actually a good player. I mean, they actually got a lot of good white guys. Corey Kispert's basically. Him. Basically, their whole team who looks like, basically, I'll go ahead and just say a douchebag. Just a total douchebag. Yeah. He's from somewhere on... West Washington, they like, they like your kings, I want to say. Small little school, just a little bitch. 
Good player though, but a bitch. I'm terrified of him. Why? I think I think he could easily drop a 30 30. Point oh, game well, he he's, he's, he's like he can shoot lights out. Exactly. Looks I don't like know what? how I think he's like 6'7, six, 6'8 six, something like that. He's kind of ripped. So I don't know who's going to guard him on our team, especially if we're starting Ochai and and it's probably uh, Brown. I mean, but that's a 3-4 inch difference right there. Yeah, I don't know how Ochai's defense is going to be. See, the problem here's here's what I'm taking from this game. So we had like a top 5 defense, I want to say, last season, had a great chance to win the national title. Gonzaga had, I think, the best offense, great chance to win the national title. But I don't want to hear about we could have, if Colorado didn't happen, we could have won. That's done. It's done. I don't want to hear that anymore. 2020, yeah, it's, over. It's, it's over. It's done. So go out here, and who? it's basically, is Gonzaga going to let KU play their game, or is KU going to let Gonzaga play our game? Because Gonzaga likes to run up and down. Oh, yeah. We don't. We're a half-court team. So it's basically what trap, who's going to fall in the trap first? And that's what I'm thinking. So, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. Gonzaga beat uh, Oregon last year 73-72 in overtime. So, they always play good teams close, even though they blew out North Carolina. Yeah. We know how they were last year. They were god-awful. Terrible. And then I always look at a game like this, I think it's going to be like a Villanova game. I swear, it's like back and forth. Yeah. You need, it's like a must-make-bucket for the last 10 minutes of the game. Yeah, very well could be. And we've never you shown... Never do well that. We've won... One good basketball game since we've been here. Like, one huge basketball game. What was that? Duke, for our freshman year. I don't know. I feel like we've... What else? What, like, other, like, like huge game, like, super impressive game have we won since then? I mean, we beat Nova, what was it, last year we beat them. We beat, uh, I, I mean, I feel like we always beat the good teams of the Big 12. I did we? I thought we lost to Nova last year. We beat them at home. We lost to them at their place. Oh, yeah. Uh, See, yeah, yeah, like, on, like, a different arena, not at home. Because, like, well, obviously we're a different team at home. For sure. So then your point is different then because I would agree with you. We have not won we have not gone to a different arena and played yes. a huge game and played super well. Yes. We might have won a few of those big games, but there's never been a game where it's like, damn, we played so well that Versus game. Versus like we, a damn good team. Yeah. And we're Besides like, wow, we, like we beat them. We yes. beat them. You know? So I see that. I'm giving the edge to the Zags in this one, but personally I cannot bet against the no. Jayhawks. I I can't get myself to do that. Um I think it'll probably be the spread's four and a half, right? Yeah. I think the Zags probably cover that, and it's just probably because of the the late game free throws that always kill us. But um, I think it'll be super close, and I also think it'll be pretty low scoring because I th- I think the Zags I this agree. year will be more of a half court team than they have in the past. They're probably gonna run still like they usually do, but I think they're gonna be better in the half court than they normally are. And a big point that Bill Self said, he said, and I quote: "David McCormick is the best player that he has on his roster during preseason camp." Yeah, that's what. Uh... Inside sources tell me that basically it's going to come down to him and he's going to need to score and he's going to be shooting a lot. Yeah. And we saw it last year, he good at the elbow. He actually can knock him down on even like the baseline, which is weird. Terrifying. Like, it's like, he shoots like, no, 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 yes. Yeah, kind exactly. Of exactly. So I think it's going to fall a lot on him. Yeah, I think it's going to be low scoring as well. We lose Devon, who averaged 18, and Doak, who averaged 13. And then the next guy averaged 10. So it's like someone is going to need to step up, and I don't think we'll find that person. For the first, like, seven games. I agree. I think it'll probably eventually be Bryce Thompson or even, like, Christian Brown could really take a step up That's from last guy. year. That's, That's your guy. guy. That's my guy. But do I think that we're going to find that game one? Absolutely not. Yeah, and they have Jalen Suggs, who was a five-star. He was a one or two best recruit coming out. Why he chose Gonzaga, I don't know. Probably money. But I'm curious to watch him play. I'm curious to literally watch all of our guys. Like, everyone's asking me, like, how is it going to match up? It's like, I really don't know. Who knows? I really don't know. I mean, we got a guy, Kion Grant Foster, who was the best Juco player last year. Yeah. Who the hell knows how he's going to be? He went, so, yeah, he's from, in, what's it, Indian Hill, Indian Hills, where all the Juco guys come from. That's, okay. like, 
the Clemson, the Clemson like community service, community service, <laughs> community college. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. I guess he's a bucket. So I'm obviously gonna bet the plus four and a half in money line, even though I hate betting on KU games. Yep. I'm not gonna say I like Gonzaga in this game. I know it's gonna yeah. be close, and I actually do think it's gonna be low scoring. Yeah, one of the too. one of those kind of the first four minutes at the sixteen timeout where it's like literally like six to four. I could see it so easily. They're everybody's gonna be pressing. I mean, not not actually pressing, but yeah. like emotionally pressing because this is the biggest game that most of these kids have played. It's gonna be a young team. Oh, the year. nerves out there are gonna oh be unmatched. It's gonna be crazy, and it's gonna be quiet too. Squeaks, squeaks and whistles. <laughs> squeaks and whistles is all. That's all here. you're gonna fucking hear. Squeaks and whistles. I hope. I hope to God, Guess Johnson's calling the game. I hope to God. I bet he is. It's on Fox. Why would no. he not be? I don't know, because him and Joel Clyde are the voice of football. True. Well, enough with that. So I mean, I'll go back. I'm gonna bet four and a half money line. Going to be a damn good game. But do not put a lot of units on it. No. Who knows? And I I hope we win, so I can just rant on Twitter and kind of just I told you so. Yeah. I hope so too. That'd be great. So who? I I don't know if you looked at the futures for March Madness, but like, give me like three teams or who do you like? Who do you not like? One team I do like, and this sounds really stupid to say because they're the favorite, but I think Villanova is gonna have a really really I, easy year. I got them. I mean, the Big East is eh, again no, like they're, always. They're gonna you know? they're gonna win. They're gonna be really really good, and they brought back a lot of talent. They only lost like one guy, Sadiq Bay, and yeah. obviously he's a bucket, but. They can easily get back. I think they have a couple top five recruits, maybe one top five recruit. Um, so I like them. Another team that I like, and I don't know much about them at all, would be Michigan State. Tom Izzo yeah. hasn't really done much in a while, but this is kind of his Tom time. Izzo. Tom Izzo had COVID, which could be a huge thing. Like play in, for like, coach. Play, like play for – I mean, he's fine. He's not really recovered. <laughs> but I guess play for your fucking coach. Yeah, play for your coach. Uh, and then I don't have another one, so I'll say I like the Jayhawks this year. Yeah, I didn't put the got? Jayhawks in there because I just want to watch them play. But I have Villanova. They're like, I mean, they're the front row. They're plus 750 to win it all. Obviously, when you have Jay Wright on the sidelines, you're going to be fine. And the thing I love about Villanova, they've proven time and time that they can win it. Yeah. I say about Kansas, we haven't won a national title in 12 years. Before that, it was, what, another, that was 88? 20, 20 years. Yeah. These guys won in 2016, 2018, so these guys can fucking win. They, they have it. Jay Wright. I love it. Then they got Jeremiah Robinson, like a sophomore who, who's pretty damn good. He's going to basically take charge. And they're playing, I guess, a 10-man roster, which is obviously helps to have that kind of going in, going into March compared yeah. to when we play like an 8-man roster. For sure. Then my other kind of two dark, dark horses are Louisville and Florida. like Louisville. I like Chris Mack. I like, I that, bald, Mack I like that bald head. I think it gives him good mojo. Uh, watch out for this name. Jalen ne- Neithers? Neithers? I mean, I'm not saying it right, but <laughs> Jalen Neithers. We're going to go with that. I guess he's the man. All I right. guess they recruited him. Uh, he wasn't going to play the five, grew like two inches since they like since he committed. And now he's like playing the five, and he, and he now he's like six, nine, six, ten, about 235 pounds. Already gained 20 pounds. Well, so this guy's something to watch out for. However, they're prone. They were 20 and 14 last year. 161st in two point uh, baskets, I want to say. Not completions, That's not baskets. Good. That's not good. That's so not they good. get that going. I like Louisville, and then I like Florida. What do I have in Florida? Tell they me about got, Florida. They got three remaining starters, sophomores. They're all true freshmen. Now they're sophomores. They have that experience. Uh, 
Kerry Blackshear, the senior transfer for Virginia, Virginia Tech. Tech. Gra- yeah, Gra- yeah, yeah. That dude can play. 6'10". Uh, let's see. What else do I have here? 19 and 14 last season. Fourth in the S- SEC. Not great. Not great, but Auburn, I guess, is supposed to be worse this year, even, though I, do, what, even though I do have a future on them in Vegas. So that's fine, but Tennessee's but going to be better. But, I mean, I like Florida. Yeah. They can they prove and they they can win, whether that's football for sure. or that's basketball. Well, they won back to back not too long no, ago. Exactly. Like Joakim Noah and Al Horford, exactly. all those guys. As long as you show hope that you can actually win the big games, I like you. Yeah. I you know what I love about both of our tops or top threes. No Duke, no Kentucky. No. I I, love I guess North Carolina is supposed to be back, but how are you back without Cole Anthony, the fifteenth pick? And they were literally god fucking off. They were terrible. They were so bad. They were so bad. That's what my Gonzaga was saying. Oh, we beat North Carolina. Dude, they were fucking terrible. What was even their record? Grow up. They, like, were, they were like 2-20. <laughs> and 20. That's all I got called. I'm excited. Yeah. But, I mean, I think everyone shouldn't really expect much. I do think there's just going to be game after game, postponed after postponed. For sure. Whether they get played or not. Washington, I guess, is supposed to be terrible, which is fine. I mean, <laughs> give up hope. Mike Hopkins needs to go. But Thanksgiving, Thursday, that means football. Football. Football and turkey. Three good games, I will say. Three intriguing games, in my opinion. I think they're three awful games. Really? Two, two awful games. No. What do you mean, no? I, I think all these games will at least be a little bit competitive. Maybe not the last one. but oh, uh, No, they're all get, for sure going to be competitive. But I don't know. I don't know if these are the 16, four teams I want to watch. Okay, so let's talk Houston-Detroit. Okay. What do you got? Well... You know how I like Detroit. Yep. I had Houston last week, which they won, so it makes me want to kind of ride that wave. I don't really know. It's at Houston, I want to say. So uh, it's, it's, it's in Detroit. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. I love Detroit's Ford Stadium. I'm going to go with the under here. Okay. No, I take that back. I'm going with the over. Last week, they had two tough uh, unders. Donut for Detroit, and Houston, I think, scored 27. was pounding yep. the over. Didn't hit it. So two tough unders. Detroit's not going to score zero points. They're going to probably round have 23-24. Mm-hmm. And the over is 51. So I love the over there. Not picking a winner. See, I love that you switched to the over because I also have the over for the exact Good. same reasons. Good. I the love it. The exact same reasons. You cannot, if you're the Lions, you scored zero points last week. If you cannot come out here and score 14 this Mike week. Mike Patricia should be fired. Yeah. He fired. Should. He should. Also, I, I love... I love the Houston minus three so much. I think it's a similar line to last night's game, Tampa Bay LA, yep. to where it it seems on paper that you know last night Tampa Bay should win that game at home minus three, LA coming all the way across the country, all that all that jazz. But I'm gonna ride Houston minus three here just okay. a little bit because I think that it is just such an. Easy I feel line. like you're gonna have to buy that half point. No, I may have to. I think anytime you have something at three, you have to buy the two and a half. I mean, you might as well. Kind of like the seven. It's just a football number. Yeah, you can't have the three. You're right. So game two, Washington at Cowboys. Like you cannot say you're excited to watch this game. I kind of unless am. you just want to giggle, like you want to like laugh. All I don't the fucking think day. I don't think Washington is nearly as bad as they seem, and I really don't. I, I think agree. the Cowboys with Andy Dalton obviously is much better than having Danucci or whoever it was. Dan Danucci. Um, I'm thinking I like I like the Cowboys win by three. However, the spread is three, so. Sounds like you're kind of in the place I, to do a tease. I, for... I, yes, I already did. Okay. I already love the tease value right there with Washington, though. Um, 
Do not sleep on a missed extra point by the Cowboys this game. That makes it a two-point victory okay. and the plus three for Washington hits. Because Zerline's missed three this season, missed one last week. I can see him missing another one, and I'm thinking the game 22-20 to 20 happens there. And I think okay. that uh, Washington covers a three-point spread. Okay, so this game, I want to say 12-1-4-30-5-30? Whatever it is. I'm talking Midwest time here. 4.30. That's exactly when everyone's eating Thanksgiving dinner. Fair. So no one's going to be watching the game. They're going to be checking their phones under the table. And this is a perfect opportunity to bet the under. You don't watch the game. You don't watch the game. So you're not nervous about first downs, first downs. Fair. Don't watch it and just, just bet the under. Because these teams, it could be 6-3. to three. Easily. 6-3. to three. I think a uh, lock of the day for that would be uh, Red Rifle to throw an interception. Sure. I don't think he's going to play as well as he did on Sunday. Short week for all these cats. So I think he's going to have another interception, and I absolutely love the under. It, it makes but a lot not, of sense. again, not picking a team. It makes a lot of sense. Last game of the day. What do you got? It's, I mean, everyone's on their high horse on Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Everyone's jumping off the Ravens train because they're frauds. Mm-hmm. This makes me want to jump on back on the Ravens train when everyone jumps off. Uh, I guess this line's at five and a half. Rumor has it this line will always will continue to go up until kickoff uh, for a business decision for the Sharps. So I will wait until Thursday morning, and I will bet the Ravens, and I will even sprinkle the money line. I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. However, you just said that you're a leader because you want to lead the train back to the Ravens. Mm-hmm. However... I like to think of myself as more of a follower, so okay. I'm going to keep following Are you going to follow me? No, no, no. Okay. I'm following the, the public here. I love Pittsburgh. I got it at four and a half whenever I locked it in. I love See, Pittsburgh I think it's already, it's already got up. Probably has. It, just because also Baltimore's got those two running backs out with COVID. COVID. That's yeah. a huge point. Um, Lamar, like you said, everybody thinks he's a fraud, and I definitely agree. I, I mean, I don't, I, yeah, I don't hate it. He's definitely not performing to the MVP caliber. Yes. And I also... Love the under. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the uh, line is. Yeah, I, I couldn't know. find one. It was offline on my book. But whatever it is, whatever it is, I'm gonna take the under. Okay. Yeah. The problem with Pittsburgh, I think Big Ben is so due to have just a shitty game, whether that's just picks or if he gets hurt. I can see it. Um, I don't know. If, short week for a guy like a Big Ben, you could not have a short week. You need all six nights. True. This old body. Oh, very old body. I mean, the dude can still play. I mean, Juju Smith is playing great. Uh, Claypool is playing great. Really? Washington's playing great. Uh, don't you have another guy? Deontay uh, Johnson. Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson playing, playing great. So he's got the pieces. I just think it's only a matter of time till he gets hurt or just has a shitty game. I think Ravens play lights out and cover the spread. All right. In Steel City. In Steel City. Wow. Yeah. So that's my. I'm not. That's my parlay. My Thanksgiving parlay. Over Detroit and Houston, under Cowboys, Redskins, Ravens plus the points, whatever it is. Take it Thursday morning. I don't hate that. I mean, it ain't, ain't going to hit, but <laughs> no, I, I fucking love it. I mean, we just called 1-800-BETS-OFF, so that's, that's true. how we've been doing. Maybe we should ask Rebecca, whatever his name is, how she likes that parlay. Or, <laughs> or if she can make a parlay for us. That's not a bad idea. Isn't that what they're there for? Hey, hey you like cow- you like Cowboys this weekend? <laughs> All right, so there's there's more than just three games this weekend in the NFL. You got any other ones you got your eyes on? Yes, I do. Uh, I absolutely love Buffalo. 
Um, absolutely love Buffalo. When I saw this, I thought they were playing. I saw Los Angeles. I thought they were playing the Rams, and I thought five and a half was still a good number. And I still love Buffalo. Little did I know it's the Chargers. Yeah, I got it too. That's one of my three. On my on my model, I have this as like a minus eight. It should be. I mean, five and a half against. The Chargers having to come all, all the way, way across. across the United States. I think States. this is probably what Herbert's first time going across. Probably. Um, I think this is going to be bad news for the Chargers. They he's a really good player, impressed me a lot, but he's so due to have a bad game. Is I think is Buffalo coming off a bye? Maybe. I need a stack guy to check on that. We'll see in turn. But I love Buffalo, and I absolutely love the over. Absolutely love the over. What's that? Got it right here. 53 and a half. A lot of points. But, dude, Herbert can throw it. He sure and can. And he loves scoring. Yeah, he, I mean, I'm not disagreeing. And you know Josh Allen's going to have a running touchdown. I abs- If you parlay those both, stick them together, it's a winner. It's a winner. It's a Sunday winner. Is it too easy, though? Well, they're all challenging. Nothing's too easy. Yep. Okay. But you can take it easy and take the over. That, that you can. What do you like? So you like Buffalo, So I love too. Buffalo. Okay. That's one of my three on here. Next one would be Arizona minus two and a half in New England. Ooh. To me, it seems too Ooh. good to be true. Even For though, Arizona? Yes. Ooh. Even though they lost last week and it was a brutal loss, everything, blah, 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 blah. Kyler still is like the MVP to me. Is he coming off a bye? The Cardinals? Yes. Didn't they play on Thursday? Basically a bye. Extra days. Yes. Extra days. So basically a bye. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's a huge part. Again, going across the whole United States, whatever. But I think Kyler's built different. I think he'll he. I cannot see them losing two in a row, especially to New England, who, although they're playing better lately, they are still not sold on them completely. Their running game has been a lot, a lot better. Okay. I will say, but I love Cardinals minus two and a half on this game. Yeah, you know what? Now think about it. I kind of forgot they came off a loss for Seattle, which was a must win for Seattle, and honestly, not really a must win for the Cardinals. Just nope. needed it. Patriots had that game last weekend, so that's my only worry that they're going to come back hot. But it always ends up on Cam Newton. What the fuck is he going to bring to the table? Who knows? No one knows. It's different. And I know his outfit is going to be horrendous to start the game. Yep. But I'm probably going to stay away from that. Okay. You got a second one? Uh, I do. Well, I do, but I don't. I got this big parlay. Okay. I'm just going to name him off. Do it. Money line. Moneyline Seattle, Monday night versus Carson Wentz and the Eagles. Are you shitting me? Are you shitting me? Absolutely no. They're so bad. Seattle Moneyline. Rams Moneyline. At home versus San Fran. I want to say San Fran's coming off a bye. <laughs> I think they're coming off a bye. They could be. Okay. Minus seven. So they're going to – Rams like it. Short week, however. They're a good football team. They win. Buffalo Moneyline. They win. Buffalo over. Love the over, like I said. That, that hits. Miami Moneyline. Kind of sketchy. Kind of sketchy. Kind of sketchy. Right. At New York. But New York has they, – they can't make the playoffs, so what the fuck do they have to play for? They play for Trevor Lawrence. They keep losing. They keep losing. Yeah. Miami. Last thing, a lot, last thing least, my scariest bet, the New York Giants in Cincinnati. I don't hate that. Money line. I don't hate that. Joe Burrow died, as we saw. Yes. Feel bad for him because he's the man. He is the man. Loves cigars. But kind of sketchy. But kind of sketchy. Also, I think the Giants are, are a better football team than people think they are. I think they have a – if they win this game and somehow the Cowboys and Eagles lose, like they can still make the playoffs. Easily. 
they're not out of it by any means. The Eagles are in first place in that division at like three, six, and one or something like that's that. Fucking I mean, that's terrible. So that's a six-game parlay, ten to win eighty-three or a hundred to win eight hundred and thirty. Depends which way you look at it. Yeah, depends on how confident. You are. <laughs> and I'm fucking confident. Like I'm actually so confident on this. I love it. I love it. I, I'm, I'm like, like this I told I told myself that I wasn't gonna bet, but I had to come out and say I'm gonna bet this for sure. You got to. You got to exude confidence. What else do you like? My last game that I like here, and this is in your parlay, would be 49ers plus 7 in L.A. versus the Rams. Again, short week for the Rams. I think the Rams win because you cannot get swept in this division, especially yep. by the Niners. But for some reason, the Rams never play well against the Niners. Ever. Like, they never, never play well. They're coming off a big win. Um, again, somewhat a short week. Getting home from Tampa late on Monday night, maybe even Tuesday morning. <laughs> I got to re- reiterate this. San Fran is coming off a bye. <laughs> yes. They're coming off a fucking bye. Mm-hmm. I don't love it, but I like it enough to where I can kind of hedge my feelings and say the Rams okay. are going to win in a blowout, but that's what I like. And also, I got the bet of the year. Bet of the year? Bet of the year. Oh, my God. So, like, a, I, so like I have to take yes. this. Yes. It is called a futility future bet. You, ever, you know what futility means? Nope. I think it means not perfect. Or perfect, but in the other way. Like... Negative perfect. So it's like you're just fading. I'm yourself. betting the Jets. Yourself? I'm betting the Jets go zero and sixteen. Oh, gotcha. I saw got that. it at plus one sixty. Did you see their their schedule the rest of the year? Is it tough? They host the Dolphins this weekend. Okay. They also host the Raiders and the Browns, two pro- possible playoff teams. There, you're two two teams that actually need to win. Yes. Okay. They go on the road to New England. They're that sketchy. could be sketch. They go to Seattle and they go to LA to play the Rams. Okay. So I mean, that's the only game that I'm nervous about. New England. One and a half games is halfway on the Dolphins and this weekend and then going hosting uh, or going on the road to New England. Those are my two games I'm worried about. Other yeah. than that, I mean, I think this is the biggest lock I've ever seen in my entire life. When did you take it? I took it today. Okay. So I feel like it probably the number went down because, like I said, they have nothing to play for. No. Besides Trevor Lawrence. Right. They might as well lose every game. And I hope Sam Darnold gets back out there. I mean, he, I hope he fights. I hope he throws more interceptions because he's fucking bad. He's terrible. But 0-16 seems like the easiest bet I've ever seen. Yeah, because I remember that, doing that with the Browns a couple years ago. A handful of years ago. But I like that. And you know what else? You learned a new word today. Futility. Don't ask me to spell it. <laughs> Futility. Yeah, Siri. Futility. Sounds like a utility club. Yeah. Sure. Well... That's NFL. That's NFL. Um, I think oh, I'm gonna start here on college football. Okay. Uh, I'm terrible at college football. I'm god awful. I think I don't want to say NFL is easy. I think it's more predictable, and a lot of people say that's the opposite. Yeah, the opposite. I, it's weird that you say that because I totally agree with you. I I'm way better betting the NFL, but everybody I talk to is like, oh, college football is so like, easy. I, I don't know, college football. It's like no, it's fucking not. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't know if it's me. That's how just like dumb I am. Yeah, I mean, but I think it is tough as shit. I think there's too many games. There's too many players I don't know. True. They're just they're college people like me. They don't know me. They could be hungover. They who, could knows? Be, they, they, who knows what kind they're of in college? Whether drugs, alcohol, mm-hmm. maybe maybe girls. They gotta worry about girls. Yep. But here is... Or guys. Or guys, whatever they're into. Whatever they're into. <laughs> Notre Dame, North Carolina. At North Carolina. Mm-hmm. On Friday. On Friday. Short week. Short week. Can't emphasize this enough. Short week. No one's coming off a bye. North uh, Carolina uh, might be uh, coming... Uh, we're coming off a bye. Notre Dame's coming off a bye. Notre Dame is coming off a bye. Okay. Minus 200 to win the game. Is this the biggest lock... 
I have ever seen? Or is this the biggest trap that I could ever fall into? I think it's the biggest trap, and here's why. Okay. Notre Dame is playing without two interior offensive linemen, center and left guard. Both okay. seniors, both out COVID. Now. So they, they won't be in back in time? No. Fucking no. Fucking COVID. They're not playing. They're not playing. Kyron Williams, my guy. He, the only thing I, that gives me a little hope, he loves to run, run to the boundary. He loves running yeah. out of those sweeps. Ian Book is mobile as can be. Um, personally, I think this game's going to be a little too close for comfort. Okay. So I think I'll like, I would take UNC plus the points if I could. But again, I can't get myself to do that with my Irish. I can't bet against them. But Notre Dame's defense is so legit this year, I'm, I'm really tempted to take the under. Really tempted to. What's, what's that at? No clue. I don't have Wi-Fi. My, my new book doesn't have over-unders for college football, and it drives me absolutely insane. They even play on Friday. This fucking Wi-Fi. 32 bucks a month, and I can't get Wi-Fi. Brutal. Um, here, here's what I'm thinking. This is why I like the minus 200 so much. I don't even want to t- mess with the points. Come on, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? 67 and a half? Yeah. That's the over-under? Yeah. My lord. Okay. Despite, despite the point, I'd take the under there. If Notre Dame loses this game, they're not going to the playoff. They could. They're not, they are not going to the playoff. They deserve not to go to the playoff. Why? Because they fucking lost to, <laughs> to North, Carolina. North Carolina. This is a must win. I mean, I would agree that it's a must Every win. game in is a must fucking win for Notre Dame. And it should, it should be every year they have to go undefeated to get, to get in. Well, not this year. Not that they're in the ACC. They got to, they can play the ACC championship against Clemson, and then if they beat them again, so you're telling me if they lose to UNC this okay. week and they beat Clemson in the ACC championship, they don't get in. That's a good. Point. That's blast. That's a good point. That's a good point. Thank you. But they're not going to lose to Trevor Lawrence and the Clemson team. Second round, Dabo Sweeney is better than that. Brian Kelly. You know what? I hate to say it. He's kind of coaching well this year. Coach of the year. Really well. Coach of the year. Really well. This is a must win. I mean, yeah. And anytime I see a minus two hundred on a must win. I don't know about some kind of well trap here, but I think, I think I, I lay I lay it big. Lay it big, big, okay. like something that can ruin my weekend on a Friday. Big, big. I mean, the good thing about betting on a Friday is you got the whole weekend to make it back. My parlay on Sunday, for instance. Yep. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I love the minus two hundred. Right. I, so I, like, I, I saw it. I saw it, and I, I got to hit it. I don't Beautiful. know. Okay. Besides the point, what what else do you like? Uh, I love uh, Iowa State money line versus Texas. I think it's at hmm. Texas. Um, I don't have yes, a money line again. My books minus one hundred five. Minus one hundred five. I'll take that all day long. Um, I love Iowa State's quarterback Brock Purdy. I think he is very legit. I think he'll be great at the next level. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, and I think that they're due to win this game. They dominated K-State last week. They're trending upward, upward, upward. It seems like a perfect storm. Texas isn't as good as they, they were earlier in the year. It seems like too easy of a bet for me, Iowa State money line. Okay. Uh, I feel like so that's at minus 105. Would you just take the plus one at minus 110 just if anything crazy happens? I mean, sure, but I, I think they're going to win outright. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Uh, Iowa-Nebraska. I bet on Iowa the first game of the year. Big, big <laughs> loser. Big loser. Ruined my weekend. Sure Didn't go out Saturday night. Ruined my weekend. Haven't bet on them since. They've hit. They've won against the spread every single week. 
However, I'm taking the over 52 and a half. Like yeah. you said last week, we were watching Iowa at Penn State. You're like, this game's going to end 6-3. Six six three, three, yeah. Somehow Iowa and the Big Ten, they always come in and score a lot of fucking points. It's Nebraska, only Iowa, though. That's why I'm taking the over. Beautiful. Nebraska might score zero. They might score 35. Over 52 and a half. Okay. My next one, I got UCF minus 25 at USF. Woo, that's a lot of points. Yep. And that's a lot of Florida. UC- UCF off a very tough loss against Coastal. I might say that might be their biggest loss I've ever had. UCF? UCF played Cincinnati now. Cincinnati, not Coastal. Yes. Cincinnati. Tough loss. They've been running that conference they for covered. a couple years. They covered. They did cover, but mm, I didn't come out hot after that loss. Okay. I love the Knights. I love the Knights. Next? Next. Uh, basically, uh, we call it a toilet bowl. We can call it the shit bowl. Uh, the fun bowl. Michigan-Penn State. Uh, at Michigan, 2-3 and three versus 0-5 and Penn State. I don't think anyone saw this coming between these two teams. No. I, however, am going to go with Michigan, and I'm going to stay on the Penn State is really, really bad train. Two and a half. At some point, Michigan and Jim Harbaugh are going to prove themselves. They don't don't have the talent this year. They don't. But I'm going to lay the two and a half, and they're probably going to lose. Yes. But I'm going to lay the two and a half. And Penn State gets their first win, but I'm going to lay the two and a half. Okay, I don't hate the two and a half. The issue with me with that one is... Is Journey Brown playing for Penn State? Oh, I don't love it at all. I couldn't tell you one thing. that All I know is these both teams are so bad. That's why, I mean, Penn State, I think Penn State's going to win. But I don't because I'm going to take two and a half Michigan okay. In, okay. in the big house. The issue that, again, is Penn State was ranked eight preseason this year. There's a lot of issues. I know. There's a lot of issues around this eight, game. This, this early in the year, and it was almost 100% because of their running back, Journey Brown, who got injured either in preseason or week one, didn't play at all the rest of the year. And if he's back, which I don't know if he is... Penn State might blow him out. Penn State might blow him out. That's why I got minus two and a half Michigan. All right. Beautiful. <laughs> Next. That made no fucking sense. <laughs> Next, this is an easy one. Okay. TCU minus 24 against our Jayhawks. Okay. Jayhawks have never covered the spread the whole year. 0-7. Oh, 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 no, I think it's 0-6-1. Oh, 0-7. 0-7. 0-7. 0-7. I don't see the one time we cover the spread happening this week, so... TCU minus 24 seems like the easiest. Uh, just stay on that train? Yeah, keep running. Yeah, okay, I might have to do that. Uh, Justin Fields, tough game last week. Three interceptions kind of blew himself out for the Heisman watch unless yeah. he goes off, which I think he will. Minus 14 first half versus Illinois. Minus 14 by the hook, 13 and a half. These guys are up 22 points by halftime. I don't hate that at all. I think Justin Fields, he won't win the Heisman like you said, but I think he might come out of here as – as solidifying himself as number two quarterback in the nation. Oh, for sure. I think it was easy to say that early in the year. This year, he's been doing really, really well up until last week. And then you got that little guy in North Dakota State that everybody likes. Yeah. Like, biting yes, at his ankles, yes, you know what I'm yes. saying? And then this is going to be the hammer that really I agree. Puts That's him what away. I think, too. Puts him away. Like, I think five TDs, zero interceptions. They hammer that first half. Yeah, you can see it. Uh, my next one, I got uh, Auburn, plus 24.5 against Bama. Wow. It's the Iron Bowl. It has to be close. Auburn's going to win the football game. Has, I'm not saying they're going to win by any stretch. Uh, Bama is certainly, clearly, no where, doubt where, about where it. Where is it team. It's, it, I think it's in Bama. Uh, but, I mean, that's not too far of a drive for, no. for Auburn. That's, I mean, a, that's a stone's throw away. Yeah, stone's throw. Uh, 24 and a half seems like that's too right. many that's points. points. Too many points for the Iron Bowl to me. So I'll take Auburn plus the points. Um uh, again, I want to make it clear for all the listeners. I think Bama's better, and I think Bama's going to win, and it's probably by three touchdowns. However, 
24 and a half <laughs> just seems too many for the Iron Bowl. Do you, do you, would you tease up or would you tease down? I would tease up for Auburn. Hmm. Get him if you can super tease him at thirty four and a half. I would I throw thought, the house. Fuck super tease. Throw the mortgage. Fuck super tease. Bless you. <laughs> What's that? Here's okay, here's so. We were both sober last weekend. Sober Saturday. We had a sober Saturday. And we bet on Utah. I got this inside tip from my brother Cameron, saying all this jazz about USC is not that good. They're not that good. No film Arizona, on Utah. Arizona, they kept him close, and we beat the shit out of Arizona as in UW. We took first half. I misread that text. We lost. We doubled down again. We flipped the credit card. We lost all sorts of ways. <laughs> we could and not then, win. <laughs> okay. So they play Colorado plus 13. Colorado's mm-hmm. plus 13. Yep. Not only do I love Colorado plus 13, I'm sprinkling the money line. Okay. I am still on the fuck USC train. And yeah, I'm still on it. Have you not learned... No, I did learn. We can't bet against USC. Oh, I am. We can't do it. Oh, I am. All right. All right. Do it. M- m- sprinkle the money line, Colorado. They're okay. a good football team. Joel Klatt. They're a good football team. They're a good football team. I don't know. I had USC minus 13 on my list just because I I can never bet against USC again. I'm not going to actually bet on it, but okay. for my moral lock, you know, in my head, whatever you want to call it, USC minus 13 just because I can never do it again. Okay. Yeah. A uh, little half unit parlay. Plus three twenty money line Colorado over sixty four. Donate it. It's probably plus plus three twenty four on the money line. Plus three twenty. Wow. Put that on a parlay. I don't know. The Lord. Chipotle is gonna be free. You're gonna get chips. <laughs> and you're gonna get chips and guac for sure. And double chicken. And double guac. God. Just throw it in there. That's yeah. all I got for college football. Yeah. Now, like I said, we get. I am not very good at it. So I mean, fade me. Not a bad idea. No. You'll probably make money if you fade both. NFL. Us. Fuck off. I'm good at NFL. <laughs> the only two other games I have in here is Coastal minus 17 because they just keep covering, they keep covering, they cannot not cover. Also, uh, I think OU is really coming on late here in the season. I think they look really yeah, good, obviously, with that blowout win against Oklahoma State. They play West Virginia. Well, I don't know anything about West Virginia at all, um, so I'll take OU minus 11. Love that. That seems too low to me. Where is it at, Norman? I believe it's at West Virginia. Mm. That's a close your eyes, throw a dart. Yeah, do it. I mean, I'm going to stay away from that game. All right. That's all I got. It's everything I've got as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, hope everyone has a phenomenal Thanksgiving, Turkey Day. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Don't forget to flush the toilets. We don't want that stink going around. Nope, absolutely and, not. And uh, take it easy and take the over. <laughs> <laughs>